Hello, and welcome back to the Hill and Valley. This is Nick Roby once again. Uh, it's been a couple weeks, but we got our good friend, Will Rabin, joining us again. How's it going, Will? Nick, uh, it's going great, man. Uh, it's always good to be back. Uh, in good graces, we've, we've won a few games. Uh, I think we're feeling feeling a little dangerous. Um, you know, I think we talked about it a little bit before the break, but, uh, you know, it. It, it feels good to be seven and three. And honestly, uh, it, it wouldn't be hard if you're Davos Winnie to uh, feel a little slighted by the polls, uh, being a 73 team, not, not being in the top 25. So um, I think going into this week, we might have a little chip on our shoulder, even with uh, the uh, having, even with being the favorite. So um, it feels good. feels good to win. Um, I know it's been a couple weeks, so we didn't get to cover Louisville or um, kind of our thoughts there and, and a preview into UConn. But I think yeah. uh, I think we all knew we were going to beat UConn. Um, just kind of wanted to see something different than we did on Saturday. Um, but honestly, Louisville, uh, I felt I felt really good towards the end of the game. Um, against Louisville, uh, Louisville was, uh, I think it was a really gritty win. Uh, and, and we talked about it off the, off the air, just how proud of, of the coaching staff and the team, uh, you have to be just, you know, to really just stay, stay in the game and really stay in the season. Cause it's, it's just not going as, as we planned, but, um, I, I just really am proud of our team for staying in there. And obviously at the end, our defense stood up and, uh, that was really fun to watch. And, and I thought it was DJ's best game. Uh, I thought Louisville was DJ's best game. And, you know, we, we talk about, uh, we want to see him improve every week and, uh, Louisville was a really big step, I think for him and, and a big step for our offense. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about, UConn as much just because it's kind of, I don't know. I think it's an anomaly because we played so many players and people were out and just wasn't really who Clemson was. But um, anyway, last couple weeks, I think we're, we're positive. Uh, I feel kind of average going into this week. Uh, there are days where I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm feeling good about Wake Forest. And also times where I'm, I'm a little nervous. Uh, so we'll see. I think, I think we, we're going to have to play to our strengths and uh, try to overcome our weaknesses and uh, ultimately play to Wake Forest weaknesses and, and, uh, and really capitalize on them. So we'll see, man. But it's uh, an exciting exciting week we got a top 15 team coming into death valley and i think it's gonna be it's gonna be a hype game even though it's noon i think it's still gonna be hype yeah yeah and um yeah i would say um that in years past i know i've heard people different people talk about this like the noon game was the lower slate to get and now i feel like the 330 slate is actually they're viewing that as the lower slate. So if you're a noon or a night game, those are kind of your bigger games now, which is interesting. So 
And I've, honestly, I've always loved three thirds. I always loved yeah. game time. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah. That's I mean, yeah, we'll play them whenever. Noon, honestly, from a fan's perspective, is like super early. But for watching yeah. football, it's great. But from yeah. if you're going to the game, it's early. For me, yeah, I think the last couple weeks are definitely like a tale of the season. And before I get to my point, I will say I'm on dad duty tonight. So if you hear little coos, that's because I'm watching my daughter and making sure she doesn't get in any trouble, which there's no promises in that. But what you really like to see from Clemson is – the fight to the end against a good, you know, not great Louisville team. You got to give props to them because Malik Cunningham, they kept comparing him to Lamar Jackson. And it, you can see the comparison. And when you hold them down and once again, Louisville comes down to a goal line stand or a red zone stand every time, you know, I'll take it. Cause there definitely was a chance that we were going to lose that game. But yeah, I'll take a Brent Venables defense on the goal line. Oh, yeah. And they beat the tar out of Syracuse this past weekend. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Syracuse isn't having a great year, but they're scrappy. Um, so, for them to go in there and, and beat Syracuse like that is – I feel like it's telling to, to who Louisville is this year. And I, I think they'll, they'll win out. They got Duke and, um, and Kentucky. And they have a very good chance of beating Kentucky. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So so you beat them, and, and I think that's a worthwhile win. And then, like you said, yeah. UConn is uh, – they're having a, a tough year, but they definitely had some bite to them. They weren't just, like, laying down. But at the same time, it did have that feel of, like, you're just trying to get a lot of reps. You're trying to get a lot of plays yeah. for guys, and you don't necessarily call the game in the same way. And a lot of the first half, it was trying to get plays in for DJ – I think, and you hold out guys who might have played in like a bigger, uh, closer game. So, and, and, you know, Mickey Plyler was talking about how he had, they looked into it and including transfers or guys even just banged up a little bit. They're like 41 guys out of the 85 scholarship players who either left or been hurt at some point during the season. And I think there's like 15 gone for the season. So, the amount of attrition that this team's needed to take, I mean, really, if it was a, di- I know it's frustrating to, to not be winning better, but also to think about this team could very easily be five and four, four and five, like that kind of a record or four and six. And we're talking about just trying to be bowl eligible and we're still going to have a chance. It's a longer chance to, to win the division, but there's still a chance. You know, even even in a tiebreaker, even if you lose that, you still have won the division, which is a very big deal. Even though we've won the past few years, that I don't yeah. want us as fans to take for granted just how much work has been put into that, even with a young team that's been really hurt. Yeah, and even the other way, you give us two of those games. I, I think I think we we could have come out of the the NC State game as as a winner. And yeah. the pit game, the pit game could have been different. So, um, yeah. uh, even with all of those injuries, like we could still mm-hmm. be in a really great spot. Um, mm-hmm. and to think that we're in a spot that we are is, you know, a lot of credit goes to those coaches and, um, 
keeping this team in it and engaged and motivated. Um, so yeah, super proud of our, our, our coaching staff. I think, I think it's very easy to just lay down. Um, and I, I think we saw the character uh, of our team really, really flesh itself out against the Louisville um, offense in the last few minutes of that game. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we could have easily just laid down and and it'd be over and be done. Um, So we have a lot of fight in this team. I think we have great leadership on defense. Um, Offense is kind of, you know, still, I think, open. Uh, I think uh, Will Shipley's kind of becoming a leader. Um, Mm -hmm. But we don't have a lot of leadership on offense yet, but I think that's coming. Um, I think we got some guys that, that want to step up and, and make things happen. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you have Davis Allen who he's a guy who just like wants to play and, and mm-hmm. he's, he's Mr. Reliable. And, yeah. um, and you got Bo Collins that, you know, he had a great yeah. game at Louisville, didn't have a great game at UConn, but you know, he's young and he's, he's going to get there. So um, we'll see. I thought I'll, yeah. There were positive points coming out of these last two weeks. Oh, for um, sure. And obviously the theme of the year has just been execution. So yeah. plenty of plenty of moments where we don't execute well. Um and some where you're like, okay, that was a flash. Let's let's yeah. keep it go- let's keep it going. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I agree. Like this year's it, it's just a lot of flashes of what's potential. You know, you see plays you get frustrated with or they're trying to get the run game, like the short screen plays because we can't get as much of a push on the offensive line. And so you try different things like that. But Bo Collins, I think, has stepped up huge in the past couple weeks. I think he's really pushing himself to be a, a, a continuous starter, especially in that slot position. You'd like to see some more, less of the drops and more consistency. But he's also a freshman who is just getting into the offense, you know, so – that's what it, it just it just comes and goes with these teams. A guy I was really impressed with the past couple weeks when he he's got a chance to play is Jake Brennanstool, the tight end. Yes. That guy is just I like his I like the energy that he plays with. He just he's assertive, he's tough, he's not necessarily the most flashiest, but him with Davis Allen, like he high points the ball in the end zone, gets the ball. He just brings an edge to him that I think is really is is good to see. It makes me excited for the position in the next couple of years, and it'll be fun yeah. to see him with another year under his belt. Yeah, that that one in the end zone, mm-hmm. I was like, there, that's a prayer. Uh, I was like, there's no way he comes down with that, and uh, just yeah, really impressed. Uh, he he had yeah. a great game, and you know yeah. his number was called, and uh, he really, you know, he answered the bell which yep. is really what Dabo and the coaching staff wanted to see out of the UConn game. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey guys, you're going to get chances. And if you're ready, go out there and execute. And there are definitely moments where guys were not ready. And uh, so they got to fix that, but you know, great to give people chances and Hey, go out there. Um, yeah. Make it happen. So yeah, I, I agree with you. He he's, he's been fun to watch. Yeah. He, he he's a fun guy to watch over the next couple next couple of seasons. Um, 
as we go into the Wake Forest game, we're a three and a half point favorite, even though Wake is the bigger team. What would you say is like your big key? Like what, I don't say scares you the most about Wake, but what would you feel like is the biggest key we need to hone in on for them? I think what scares me the most is getting into a shootout. And I think that uh, a lot of Clemson fans would probably agree with that. Um, just because the confidence that you have in your own offense to come out on top in a shootout type game, is just very low. Uh, you still have a lot of confidence in, in, in Clemson and hanging in there. Um, I think the key matchups are going to be our DBs against their wide receivers because they love to throw the ball. Um, I forget how many times Wake Forest threw it last week, but there was one guy, he, he was targeted like over 20 times. And um, I guess, yeah, it was Perry uh, for Wake Forest. He was targeted 20 time, over 20 times. And so just, just nuts. Uh, but again, I mean, I think it's important to note that, that, that Wake loves to throw the ball. Uh, Sam Hartman is, he's aggressive and bold. Um, and so he's going to want to stretch the field. He's going to want to throw it. Um, they like to, they really like to test the DBs. I think they got, I think rightfully so, but they got bailed out on a couple drives because of PI calls, but they're going to press it. They're going to press that envelope. Yeah. And um, yeah. so I think the key matchups in this game are, can our DBs match their wide outs um, in the end? Like we have to win those matchups. We cannot yeah. be handsy. We cannot, we cannot, you know, put ourselves in a situation where we get a PI and mm-hmm. Ultimately, you know, last week they threw interceptions. And if we can come, come away with a couple interceptions, that keeps us in the game. Um, and if our defense can maybe get some on the points, get some points on the board, um, that gives us a shot. But I'm not really looking for that. But I think if we can get some takeaways, I think it's going to come in the secondary for oh. sure. Yeah, That's the key I- matchup for me. Yeah, no, I think that's great, especially because Venables will bring pressure mm-hmm. and they're going to want to make make you beat them. You know, we're not we, – I don't know if you can sit back against this Wake Forest team. You have to put pressure on them because Hartman, given time, they're going to find the pocket, especially in like a zone. So for me, yeah, I think the DB play is huge. Uh, they held they held Booth out in this game, but I, it sounds like he he would play. Sue and then Goodrich Goodrich has been playing better. I think the thing is you don't want to get beat deep because these receivers are really good. You want to force them to have to run the ball and force Hartman to make quick decisions, give him different coverages because he's going to try to force the ball. And if you can give your defense, even like a short field, like get a couple quick and outs, just keep uh, three and outs off rhythm. I think that's the thing. It's just not let Wake Forest get into rhythm and being at home and like capitalizing on that. I think is huge. You don't want to get down to this Wake Forest team because they can yeah. score so quickly. You want to be controlling momentum of the game for sure. We do. And we're not that team. We're not that team right now that can come back. Uh, we can't storm back in a game. Um, you know, a couple teams have done that to Wake Forest where Wake Forest will pull away and uh, the teams will get back in it. And I don't think we're that team. Um, so, I agree. I think we're going to have to force him to be off balance. You know, he's a, 
he's kind of a, a squirrely guy back there. If he gets loose, he he's not he's not slow. Um, yeah. And so I know in busted busted plays, uh, it's really hard to defend uh, a mobile quarterback. So um, I think if we can get pressure up front and our DBs play tight, uh, I like us uh, in that in that offense defense matchup. Now it, it comes down to, can we go down the field and score? Um, so yep. I think on the other side of the ball, and you know, we talked about it before uh, the show, it's our run. It's our run offense. That's going to be the key. Like our, our rushing attack, is it there or is it not? And I think uh, having Shipley and Pace and Mafa back there, I think we have a very good chance of of putting a lot of yards, um, putting a lot of yards out there. So, i i like I like that matchup just because you know we talked about it before. Their rushing defense is not as strong, so that plays in our favor and uh, honestly takes a lot of pressure off of DJ if if he can actually recognize that um, yep. and not force things. So. Yeah, I mean, I, feel, they, I don't, I, I don't feel as like super confident this weekend, um, just because I know that Wake Forest is is kind of dangerous, but uh, I know that we're not out of it, and I'm honestly shocked that we're we're favored in this game. But um, it's going to be, uh, it's again, I think it's going to come down to the wire and. Uh, it's going to come down to those key matchups. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think so too. I, I think the, if we can control, I mean, this is every football game, so I don't want to like oversimplify it, but yeah. And, and, and you know, it's cause you start, I mean, there's, that's definitely a theme of football in general, of course, you know um, it's like, you don't want to say like, whoever scores the most points wins, but they're going to try – they try to do a slow mesh play where they read the defense as an RPO, run-pass option, and based on that is where they try for the pockets. So the, a big key for me is the D-line getting pressure, of course. And so guys like Xavier Thomas, KJ Henry, Miles Murphy, Williams if he can play, Skalski getting different pressures. Trenton Simpson I think is a big one too. If those guys can get pressure, then I think, like you're saying, it will force Hartman to make some decisions. And the opportunities for turnovers are there. Clemson has to win the turnover margin. You know, 100%. I don't care if it's one nothing. Really, honestly, winning the turnover margin with really not any Clemson turnovers, because that's the problem is that we've gotten behind the eight ball with getting a little turnover prone, and we're not the best team at coming over that. So, and you just have to capitalize on points. It can be three points, but you have we have to capitalize on points on drives. And I think that's the thing with this game is you when you when you're given opportunities because Wick will give you a few opportunities. Like they're a good team, but there are opportunities to have. But when you get them, you have to capitalize. And I think that's when you look at stats like third down conversion or red zone conversions, those kind of stats it'll be really telling of how, how this game goes. And I mean, this, this is the season and we were talking about it off air nine and three, even eight and four feels a lot different than seven and five. And even if you don't win the division beating this wake forest team, I think is, would be really huge. 
And honestly, no matter what happens, I think I don't look at this season as being like this super like down year, but you just feel a lot better. And I'm, I, I really want it for these guys for them to win on Saturday, but just because of what it would mean and the momentum you can use to build on that. So I think there's a shot. You just have to play really well. Yeah. I think we're such a young squad um, that a win this weekend would be really great for this, this team's legacy. Um, Especially for the young players. I know there's some guys that are, that are seniors, but, um, but as far as like, you know, your, your foundation of, of this class that you're building. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, this is where characters built. And uh, yeah. so if they can, uh, you know, struggle through this season and still come out, you know, with nine wins, potentially 10, you know, and um, I think, I think it'd be huge for those guys. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, what, I mean, the line in this game is three and a half, which, you know, a home team kind of on average gets about three points. So it's kind of giving that edge to Clemson because they're home. ESPN's FBI has Clemson as a 68% chance to win, which feels really high. I'm not going to lie. Um, but what's your sense of the game? Like, what would you, what is, does there feel like a threshold number for Clemson's offense to get to, to hold wake under, like what's your kind of feeling like a numbers game? Yeah. Um, I was really surprised by the line. Uh, and I'm surprised that ESPN has us, uh, at a 68 and a half, um, percent chance. Uh, I know we have we have a, the streak on the line, right? It's like over thirty mm-hmm. something wins at home. Uh, mm-hmm. So I know that that Clemson at home is is uh, is tough to beat. So I understand that, and uh, you kind of play the numbers there. But as far as some threshold uh, of points for Clemson to to cross over and and have a really good chance to win. I think it's, I think it's like 30. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I, I know we haven't said that in the past. It's more like 21, 24. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think with this game, I think we're going to have to score 30 points and we scored 30 yeah. against, uh, against a few teams already. So it can be done, but, uh, I think the threshold is 30. We have to crest 30 points, uh, if not more, to uh, mm. to really beat this team. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I was going to say that kind of a number two. Wake's defense gives up about 29.5 per game. So yeah. it's not So it's not unheard of. You know, they beat Wake. They, beat they, just, a good, they just outscore everybody. Yeah, they beat a good NC State team with a good defense, but they gave up 42. It's 45-42. To yeah. me – Clemson, I would even say 35, um, which sounds like a crazy number, but I'm I'm telling you, Wake's defense, especially in the second half, they just start to wear down, and it's possible. I mean, they gave up 58 to North Carolina. They gave up 56 to Army. 
37 to Syracuse, which we only gave up seven. What was it? 17 to them, um, mm-hmm. 14 to them. They gave up 34 to Louisville. So it's definitely possible, but I would say this has to be honestly Clemson's best game for them to win. Um, yeah. Just, just because, and you have to, or Wake has to really come down to earth, which is possible, but I, I really like us being at home. But for, for me, you have to go over 30 points. And I would even say 35, even to feel comfortable. Because if you give up more yeah. than 35, you're probably not winning anyway, just with this team. But if you can hold them to 30, hold them to 28, 24, then, then I think you got a shot. And that's really all you can ask for this year is just give yourself a shot and I trust our coaches at the end of the game to, get, to at least give us a good chance to win. So do you, yeah, uh, and our, our defense steps up in the end. Like if mm-hmm. we have just a hint of, of a possibility to win, our defense just steps up, um, which is really cool to watch. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we're at home, it's going to be, it's going to be hype. It's a big game. Um, and Clemson's not out of this. Like, yeah. I know people are doom and gloom, but there is a path for us to be yeah. in Charlotte. Yeah. Um, and I know we need some help, but um, I mean, we beat Wake. That's big. We need NC State to lose once out of the last two games. We beat Wake, um, and Wake loses next week. We're, we're going. Yeah. And that's not a lot of help to be honest, like those things could happen. Um, and, uh, so against a Boston college team, that's playing better. And that has Phil Dracovic back Boston college with Phil Dracovic is a, is a totally different kind of a ball game. Mm -hmm. So uh, you really like, you really like those chances and it's at BC, which is also huge for them too. They have to go two road games in a row with them feeling the pressure of that. So, I mean, you like the chances, and if you're going to the game on Saturday, just in general as a fan, this team, we, you just need to bring your voice, be ready to go. We need it loud. It's a noon game. Like, we don't need – this team, we don't need the the critiquing analytical fan for this game. We need you hyped up, drink the coffee you need, whatever you need to do. We need the hype people in this game to be rocking and rolling when they kick the ball off because we need it loud when they get the ball trying to go against where the student section is. We need that yep. super loud. Just let them know like, Hey, like this isn't, this is like, yeah, you're in death shot. Valley. This is death. Yeah, Valley. You're in death like, Valley. We, we need them to feel that that needs to be a huge factor in the game. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. I, I like it. It's me a really fun game. I really do. Do we bring out the orange britches? No, we can't. Because it's only in a clinching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I guess you would next week anyway, because it's South Carolina. So okay. No, you do. It's a it's a state championship. So it's a championship game. Yeah. Right. Right. It's just weird because like it's our last ACC game. Yeah. It's just weird to think about. Anyway, so that's a whole. Whole separate thing, but which we'll right. we'll make sure to have a proper hate week uh, prepared for next week. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of emotional uh, aspects of that. You got Thanksgiving. You got my wife who went to South Carolina. It's her coming up on her birthday too. So um, it's there's a lot going into this <laughs> into that game. 
Yeah. It's going to be really, it's gonna oh, be really yeah. fun. It's, it's going to be a night game too. 730 SEC it's Network. It's going to be huge. I like it. All right. Before I let you go, final score prediction. Uh, um, I'm going to stick with my, my 30 point threshold. I'm going to say 31. Okay. Clemson with 31. Um, I'm super nervous about this game. I know I've told, I've told you this like too many times. Yeah. Uh, I just don't, I don't have a great feeling, but I'm a positive guy. And so I love my tigers in this game. I think we have, we have the instruments. Mm-hmm. We have the tools to get the job done. That's just, can yeah. we go out there and execute? Um, yeah. So 31, I see us with 31. Um, I'm going to say 31, 27, 31, 27. Okay. One less than one. We're going to force. Yeah. We're not going to let them score four touchdowns. It's going to be some field goals in there. Yeah. So that we, you have us coming to spread technically in that too. We do. I like it. I like it. Hey, hey it's a shot. Uh, similarly, I'm going to go 34, 31, mm. 34, 31 field goal game, defensive stop, which they have a great kicker. So I don't like, you don't want to give them a great a, kicker. We do too. So it's going to be a lot of field goals. So it's, I was like, it feels like a field goal kind of a game. Yeah, I agree. 34, 31. It's going to be very nerve wracking. So, but stay tuned. It's going to be really fun. So hopefully when we talk again for South Carolina week, it'll be, it'll be big. So man, thanks for being on. This is really fun. Oh yeah. Go Tigers, baby. I mean, this is, this is, uh, it's easy to talk about. I, I know that, uh, it's it's a weird year, different year, but uh, nonetheless, uh, it's it's still a lot of fun to talk about Clemson football. Yeah. So thanks for yeah. having me, man. And yeah, uh, of course, I'll be at the game, so I'll make sure to yell out and um, Tiger faithful. If you're listening, make sure to be there too. Go yep. Tigers, baby. Go Tigers. All right, man. We'll enjoy. Uh, have a good week, guys. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a review. And for now, we are signing off.